0: Hello, OBBs. Welcome again to another episode of Online Presence Building. And this is me again, your host, Ben. And this time, guys, we have a guest. And this is a special day that I released that we have uh, a different um, concept because we have a guest from our online business world. So our guest name is Ron, and he has three years experience with this. Kind of business, and he has clients with uh in the Philippines in telecommunications technology and transportation. So, guys, I would like to introduce you our guest, Ron. Hi, Ron, how are you?
1: Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon yeah, to everyone it's listening
0: in the Philippines and evening here in Toronto. So, how's uh, your business now because, you know, we have a quarantine period.
1: Well, we are still operating. Um, Thank God that um, all our uh, employees have been working at home since we started. So we were not that greatly affected by the uh, imposed quarantine procedures in the different parts of the Philippines, right? But we also took a hit in terms of some of our projects being put on hold because they had um, a physical component to the projects that we were doing. So that had to put on hold or that some of the products that we were supposed to help promote online um, was technically not fit to be promoted during a quarantine period because most of those Mm -hmm. were luxury items. But so far, we're still operating. We are still managing some websites. We are still managing some um, online accounts for some of our clients. And we're actually still coordinating and doing a lot with, with bloggers and bloggers here in the Philippines.
0: Okay. Let's get to that later. But uh, our listeners are eager to know more about, about you, your background, and your online business.
1: Um. Well, I guess we all mentioned I'm currently located in the Philippines. I'm married. I have three kids. Um, I graduated from a course that is very far from what I'm doing right now. Um, I graduated um, as a medical technologist, So that's a science-related course in the medical field. But, hmm. Fortunately or unfortunately, it wasn't meant to me to be for me to work in a laboratory. So um, my prior experience in work was uh, in the pharmaceutical industry. I started as a medical representative, then uh, became a manager. After that, I left. Um, I went to the call center industry, where I worked as an operations manager. And then after that, I went to a clinical trial company. Uh, So basically, clinical trial companies are companies that engage um, with pharmaceutical companies to help them implement the drug trials they need to do for medicines to get approved by the FDA. And then after that, I started my own call call center. And now this is my third company. We are into um, digital marketing. So that's it that's well, my background that's a,
0: that's a huge leap um because from a, doc, a soon-to-be doctor and then <laughs> you're now in the online business right but at least your experience was used to this kind of business right because you're still doing sales yep with digital marketing it's it's a a bit uh, it's like a branch of sales right uh digital marketing
1: Yes, technically it's part of the process to get sales, right? So um, just think of it as everything you can do to promote or sell a product or service specifically online. Okay? So everything we do is targeted to make an impact or an effect uh, for our clients' products or services online so that people see about it, know about it, hear about it, and hopefully try it, and buy it.
0: So basically, you're helping clients to have their online presence, right? Yes, yes, yes. We work with
1: SMEs to large enterprises here in the Philippines. We don't make a fuss of who we work with as long as um, we understand exactly what they want and, of course, they're able to handle our fees.
0: Okay, so um, from your background, you're a you're a med med rep, right? We can call it medical representative, and you went to this smart digital marketing. But what's the reason? Why are you, why did you jump to this online business? Um.
1: First of all, um, the first jump I think I made was when we I left the medical field to become an operations manager in the call center, right? So when we went to the call center, I noticed that most of the things that we were doing in the field as a medical representative, a call center agent could also do, but all for the phone. Okay? Um, telemarketing was at that time already a very big thing in the US, Canada, Europe is being done every day. Um... I experienced that when I worked with the clinical trials company because I was closing projects with people that were working in U.S. and Canada. And they didn't even realize that I was not in the U.S. or I was not in, the, in Canada. So they would often be surprised that when we are talking about, oh, they're going to go on vacation, and they suddenly say, oh, you're going to vacation? Where are you going? Uh, I'm probably going to the Philippines. Oh, if you're in the Philippines, call me up. Well, I'll take her around. I'll show you around. They, they get, what? You're in the Philippines? I thought you were all, all along. You were here in the U.S. or you're in the Canada or whatever. No, I'm in the, in the Philippines. I'm just um, telecommuting right now so that we can help uh, close the projects, and that's my work. So, um. I realized that, you know, a lot of things can be done uh, through the use of internet, like the calls at that time were using VOIP, which is voice over internet pro- protocol. You're making the calls, and it's being passed to wherever it should go by the internet, right? So after that, we started um, exploring other things that could be done online. Now, one of the things I started to, to explore was blogging. Okay. So, blogging as in letter B, or the written form. So, I also started my blog, uh, my own blog. I actually manage two personal blogs right now, which is more on into technology. So, we also feature a lot of um, technology-based items there, like new phones, new tablets, or new applications that people can use to help um, enhance their daily lives, like... Um, there's a, two apps that I always use here in the Philippines. I'm not sure if they have a counterpart there in Canada. Uh, the ones I use are GCash and Paymaya. Those are fintech or financial technology applications that help you know, make things a lot easier. You can send money to another GCash user, Paymaya user. You can send money to banks without actually needing mm-hmm. to go to the bank and calling in line. You can pay your bills. Um, what else uh, you can even buy insurance to, and a lot of other stuff
0: sorry to interrupt is it um, similar to PayPal
1: um, similar in the sense that PayPal is also a FinTech okay? so it's a finance, finance technology based uh, mm-hmm. app or service right but what they did was that they incorporated other services into the app itself okay? because if i remember correctly the only function of paypal is to send and receive money right or you can use it to pay for other services that accept paypal okay but what they did was they they put an app uh, android and I, ios app um, and from there if uh your wallet you can use it to actually pay bills um if i'm not sure if i don't i don't think paypal can you can pay bills Um, with PayPal except if it's directly to the website of the biller. For example, your electric um, company allows PayPal payments. Yes, you can. But with GCash, everything's already there. They incorporated all the major billers Mm -hmm. and then you can use the wallet and pay it directly. You can also send money to banks, which Mm -hmm. I don't think PayPal can do because PayPal is only PayPal to PayPal, right? So there's a lot of differences that they made. And what I've done is we've created a lot of videos that we put on YouTube uh, as tutorials to help other people that want to learn about the the product or the service. So um, we were fortunately as a person, not as a company, as a person, as a blogger, we had a couple of projects with both companies that engaged us to create some content for them. So we, got paid to do that, then when we put it in YouTube, uh, which is also you can earn money. My account is already monetized there. So YouTube also pays me for every X number of views. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's a a two-prong income stream. So basically, that's how I got into um, exploring everything digital. And then from the blogging, we saw that companies needed help in managing their Facebook pages, managing their Twitter accounts, and everything else, or finding other bloggers like me to help write about their products. So we started shifting our um, goals or objectives or our, from being a call center because uh, we, we encountered a lot of uh, difficulties in running a call center. So we closed it down and we shifted to uh, digital marketing, which technically has um, less manpower needs, but also has higher skill level sets needed per person in the company.
0: Okay. So let's say if I want to start a digital marketing business, so what's my first step on that?
1: First step is you need to decide that you have to want to start a business. okay? Because mm-hmm. um, personally, I know, and I'm pretty sure you know a lot of people too, that always say, oh, I want to be a business owner. I want to start this business. I want to do uh, start cooking a business, start a restaurant business, start a delivery business, start a pet business. But what? Nine out of 10 people or 19 out of 20 people or 19, Nine out of 100 people actually never make the first step so you need to make the first step you need to decide that you want to start a business a business is not something that's easy it's not something that's gonna make you rich overnight you'll probably lose your hair like me <laughs> uh, when you start your own business so okay but the first thing you need to do is to take the step, okay? Once you have to make the step, if you want to actually do the same thing that we're doing right now uh, into digital marketing, um, you'll need some tech gadgets, okay? So you probably need a very nice computer. Don't buy anything that has lower than 4GB RAM. Um, buy something as powerful as you can afford without being broke. Okay, so you know what I mean. So don't use up all your money on your PC or your, your Mac or your tablet or whatever.
0: Um, what do you think, sorry about that. Um, what do you think about the minimum requirement of a of a laptop so that you can start your marketing? Is there yes, any probably, the yeah.
1: probably an 8GB RAM and a, a Core i5 processor for a Windows Mm-hmm. Um, laptop. Um, I suggest a laptop, not a desktop, at the start. because um, you, you might need to go to a meeting and you have a desktop. You can't bring a desktop, right? <laughs> so, um, for Mac, I have no idea. Probably you're the best person to ask about Macs. But I, I'm probably the only tech guy that doesn't know anything about Apple products. I don't even know how to use an iPhone. Um, so a laptop. Um, hopefully a Good phone, also. Uh, some of the something that probably something that came out last year that has a good camera uh, so that um, you can use it to take pictures. So you don't need to buy a, a DLSR anymore. So that's a different. That's going to be an additional expense. Of course, internet, you need to have a decent internet connection, which I think is not a problem in Canada. I've been there before. Your internet speeds at home are at par to internet speeds at the office here in the Philippines, actually, it's so much better. So, yeah. Um, And then after that, you need to study about digital marketing, because digital digital marketing is a very big industry. Actually, a lot of players don't even operate in the entire pie, or the entire circle of Mm -hmm. digital marketing, because there are a lot of specializations in digital marketing. So basically, the digital, uh, digital marketing is something like, you know, everything that you can do to promote anything online, right? So there are um, websites. Uh, in websites, there's creation of websites and there's managing websites. Uh, there's also SEO, search engine optimization. There's search uh, engine marketing. Right, okay, so those are already four. Um, there's Facebook marketing. There's Facebook page management. There's Facebook growth hacking. So there's a lot of things they can do. Um, there's also um, ad buying. Okay, so there's things that be, being called as ad buying. So buying ad blocks in different places online. Um, there's also... Uh, Bloggers management, you need to manage bloggers, bloggers, influencers, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other things that can be done in the digital marketing space. And video creation, bloggers, um, video editing, um, what's that, transcribing, translations. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot of things that you can do under digital marketing. So not all companies actually operate in all of those um, segments. We don't. We only, manage, we only operate in a couple of services, uh, segments of the digital marketing because we're not that big. We're a, what, considered a micro company, micro enterprise or startup, um, even though we've been in the market for three years and we've had some pretty big clients that are either big in the Philippines or active big in the region of, of Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. Those are the things that you need and you'll need to study. You can enroll in online courses and probably I'm not sure if the schools there in Canada have digital marketing courses, but I think Centennial College does. There's a one-year course there. So there are things that you can do to learn about it. Um, You don't need, you don't need, you actually don't need that much certification I have Mm -hmm. a couple of certifications Um, I have some diplomas uh, from online classes uh, courses but I took those classes just to validate the learnings that I've had for the past few years so but we've been doing this for a long long time more than the three years that the the company has been in operation so uh, after that you need to find your clients. You need to be able to find your own clients. So uh, that's, the, that's the tricky part, finding clients that will uh, take your services.
0: Okay, if I may ask, um, if uh, you've mentioned different types of digital marketing, so if I'm a beginner, what should I focus on? What is the first uh, type of digital marketing that I'll be focusing on so that, you know, um, I can start at least one type of business, one one niche we call it, and you can start from there. Um,
1: I guess one thing about that is okay, dependent again on the person, okay, on uh, where your interests lie. Okay, probably one of the easiest one is to become a blogger vlogger. Um, creating your own website uh, blog is as easy as one, two, three. if you don't want something that's too complicated, right? You can go to wordpress.com or blogspot.com and create your own blog already there. So that's part of the digital marketing is you're a content creator. Um, you want to be a vlogger or a video content creator, you can sign up at YouTube and create your own channel from there. Uh, we all have our own channel already, but we're not that big. We have less than six thousand followers at the moment. So, but that's something you can do, okay? Or you want you can be a social media manager. Okay? When you say social media manager, basically help companies manage their social media presence. So we're actually doing that for a couple of companies here in the Philippines. Um, you can manage your Facebook page. You can manage your Instagram page. You can manage your Twitter. Those are the three major. Um, platforms that are being used right now in the Philippines and majorities also on Facebook. Um, the type of people that you interact with in those three platforms are wholly different. So people on Twitter don't react the same way as people on Facebook and people on Instagram actually don't even interact the same way as people in Twitter and Facebook. So You can become a social media manager. There's a lot of courses that you can take that can help you become a social media manager. So those are probably the two parts that are easiest to penetrate. Third probably would be um, SEO, become an SEO specialist. There are courses that Google is offering for you to Mm -hmm. become a Google-certified SEO specialist. And actually, that actually pays a lot. But you need to have a technical mind, okay. So, okay, yeah. I'm. I've never been certified. Email, so. <laughs> it probably shows well, that I don't have a technical
0: this mind. This online online presence building. Uh, we don't teach people to be an employee. We wanted people to have their own business. So, uh, don't care about those um, big salary. But we need to have your own, so we can expand our our business and have an unlimited income right so yep that's why I built the online presence building we have a group actually we have a group in Facebook um, in Facebook that you uh, can they can go to the facebook.com with the slash groups slash online presence building because if you if they wanted to learn more about like you a digital marketer so they have to go to the basic, um, the basic foundation of digital marketing, which is blogging or vlogging and podcasting, because this is the way they can start their online presence, right? And yep,
1: actually, it helps a lot. They can,
0: yeah. This is the foundation, and they can monetize after that. So that's what you're saying that they have to start blog video, uh, vlogs, and then I think podcasting, right? And podcasting right now is just starting. Um, people started 2009, but uh, it's not yet popular that time. And now it's going, there are more and more uh, podcasters coming in, um, especially this COVID-19 pandemic. They're at home and there's they have nothing to do. So, what they do is they do podcast. I'm not sure it's gonna be a long term for them, but at least it's it's already introduced to the masses so thank you for that um, input about the the first steps that they have to do for to be a, an online to have an online business and so far um, regarding the growth of your um, online business. So, what what's what's uh, what what? Where are you in that level? Are you in this in the maintenance, or are you expanding your reach?
1: Um, right now, we technically don't have any plans of expanding in terms of our workforce because we're happy with mm-hmm. the actual size that we have right now. Um, the services we have. Started exploring other niches right now. One thing that we're doing is we're offering um, technical support to doctors so that they can learn how to set up the um, digital medical consultations because, because of the COVID um, pandemic, a lot of the clinics of the doctors are closed and patients have nowhere to go to because they're afraid to go to a hospital. So, we've pivoted the business. Models that we've been doing, because before we had a lot of blogger-centric activities, um, press press launches and things like that, product launches, which you can't do right now in person. So that's being done online. Okay. So, um, in terms of where we are, I think the company is in the sense that we are known to our clients and. Our clients are usually happy, uh, happy enough that they actually refer us to their friends Mm -hmm. who actually needs the same solutions that we have been able to offer. Because we actually offer some solutions that very few people actually, very few companies actually offer. um, So that we are we are very segregated or differentiated from the competitors online. So I guess that's also one thing that um, your listeners and your followers uh, or your students need to find out is that they need to find a differentiation pack or service um, in the things they're gonna do. Or even if they're gonna offer the same service, there needs to be a value added service. Mm -hmm. that separates them from the competitors because there's a lot. um, I'm telling you right now, the the online space is crowded. There's a lot of competition. So you need to find out how to um, differentiate yourself. For me, like me on the blogging side, yes, I concentrate on most um, technical stuff. Okay, but the core niche of my blog is about working at home. So we Mm -hmm. try to incorporate in all the news that we bring out uh, an aspect that is useful for working at home. So that can help because you need to find your own niche, right? So if you don't have it, you're going to have a very big problem in the digital space.
0: So I guess working from home will be a huge business um, business industry because you know um, because of the pandemic and people are scared to go out and many will be going to have their own business at home and probably be working for ten years from now, right? And yes, yeah, and that is a good um, idea. To have and you know if you have this digital marketing you have a lot of competitors and probably you have a a difficult challenge that you had for the previous three years so what was your the most difficult that you have encountered a challenge that uh, you've overcome after that
1: regarding the challenges that you're asking um, there's a lot of things that we went through but I guess the hardest part would be everything about the clients, uh, managing clients' expectations, finding the right clients, because um, a lot you'll get a lot of clients that, "Oh, I want to go digital, Let's go digital., I want, to know. I, I want to be everywhere online." A problem is the major problem is a lot of clients don't actually know what they want to happen. Mm-hmm. They're just, oh, I want to be online. Okay. so, And a lot of them expect that going online or going digital is the cure-all to the problems that they have, whether they're not selling enough, they're not being seen enough, they're not being used enough. Clients think that the digital world is the key. Yes, in a sense, it's the key, but it's not overnight there's no company that actually can do everything at the same time unless they're probably as big as microsoft already that has hundreds and hundreds of people um and millions and millions of dollars in terms of budget right but the problem is that most of the clients that you're going to encounter 99 percent or 90 percent of them will want the sky but they're only willing to pay for two feet up from the ground. So that's going to be very, very hard. So um, one of the ways that we've been able to go around that is that uh, for the last two years, majority of the clients that we've been working with are referrals. So in that sense, for example, you refer me to your friend, your friend automatically asks you, Ben, how much does Ron cost? Uh, what's the average for Ron services? So he already has an idea if they can afford it. Yeah. So in that sense, we've been able to actually weed down the problematic clients that you know want the moon but only want to pay for until the next corner. Mm-hmm. So client. The main problem or the main obstacle that you're going to have is clients. So everything about the clients, managing their expectations that, oh, I want, uh, so if I start this, I'm going to make 1 million sales tomorrow. No, that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen unless you probably pour in about half a million worth of budget online uh, to do something. It actually, again, depends on the product and the service and how they're going to launch it. So there's a lot of factors that you need to uh, look at it. But, you know, uh, the biggest challenge always is in the client's field because if you have enough skills or you have the right people to do the job, any job can be done. So the problem always lies with clients, getting clients, finding the right clients, managing your clients, billing your clients, making your clients Mm -hmm. pay. So everything's with the clients. Um, On our side, me, I've been very thankful that all of our clients have been um, respectful in terms of our specialization Mm -hmm. and our advice. They actually listen to what we say. Um, Because sometimes it's hard when you have a client and they they want to do this and you say, no, that can't be done. That's going to fail. That's going to be a problem. And they keep on saying, no, I want this done, I want this done, I want this done. And you do it, then it fails. When it fails, it's your problem. You get, you get blamed for it. So sorry, we've been lucky that all of our clients for the past three years as a company have been very receptive of that advice we give um, on how to do things. Well, there have been times that we've had clashes with clients, no, but we can do this, right? Mm-hmm. Then sometimes you need to think about, you know, how to make what your client wants actually happen. So that's where a lot of growth comes in when a client comes in. I want this. This is the budget. This is what I want to happen. Can you make it happen? And then, you know, if you make it happen, if you want something that the client wants to happen, make you can make it happen. That's what? Another feather in your cap and... I'm pretty sure that client, if that client is super satisfied with what you've done, that client is going to refer you to someone else. Or when the client actually leaves the company and transfers to the next one, trust me, that client has you in his pocket. The next time he has a problem or a need that needs to be solved with your expertise, you're going to be the first one that the client calls. Mm-hmm.
0: So regarding customer or client uh, experience so how do you um, update them or how do you show them that, that you're doing a great job
1: um, depends it's, it depends on your arrangement like,
0: with the client it's all because you're the one communicating with the customers through digital marketing right how will they know that you are doing the great job
1: it depends on the, your agreement on how you agree to measure the results. Okay, so mm. that needs to be taken care of in the contract part. You need to agree on, on the uh, key performance indicators that is going to be used to measure performance. Okay. For example, you're managing a Facebook page. Um, a basic uh, metric for measurement is how fast was an issue resolved on the page. For example, someone sent a message mm-hmm. uh, complaining about your product or asking about the service. How long did it take for you or your team to actually answer that and um, resolve it? So that might be one metric. Uh, another metric might be growth of followers. So from 10,000 followers, you were able to grow it to 100,000 in a span of uh, two months. Mm-hmm. So that might be another. Another metric might be the churn rate. As a Facebook manager, there's called something called a churn rate. So there's a normal level of people unfollowing your page. For example, the normal level is 100 people unfollowing your page on a monthly basis. You're able to lower that down to 50. Okay. So you're so there's a lot of things that can be measured anywhere in the digital, actually it's a lot easier to measure things online than offline. So um, how many more visits or visitors do you get on your Facebook page since you started, things like that. So there's a lot of things you can use to measure performance and those things needs to be discussed during the contract phase because that actually affects the pricing of the service.
0: Okay, so that means you're showing the clients like an analytics of the result, right?
1: Yes. So there you, you again, the, so once you agree on the metrics, you need to also agree on the reporting. Um, some clients, we've had clients that want end of the day reports every day, Monday, to Sunday. Of mm. course, we charged a lot more for that one. Because Someone has to make the report every end of the day and send it to the client. And the problem was with the report, I had to read the report first before it gets sent to the client. So we had Mm -hmm. to charge more for that. Uh, There are weekly reports. There are monthly reports. There are quarterly reviews, semi-annual reviews. Annual reviews of exactly what happened. The the reporting format can be as simple as a Word document, an Excel file, a PowerPoint presentation, or an actual video presentation. On our side, we usually do a PowerPoint presentation and backed by an Excel file for the details and the data that was incorporated into the report. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the client that you're working with. We've had clients that actually wanted an Excel report of exactly what happened, how many visits per day, who visited the page, and all this stuff. So it depends on your agreement with the client.
0: Okay. So... Oh, thank thank you for that information and it is uh, really valuable to our listeners. And um, for our listeners who are going to start their own business, what is the, I can say, the number one best tip that you can give them, provide them? Number one best
1: tip. Uh, hmm. Nothing's going to be easy. You're going to have problems at the front of them if you're going to start a company. There, you're there, you're going to find problems that you didn't know that, that there would be problems in. So just, you know, keep the faith, keep on going. If um, everything's hard, there's no easy, there's nothing easy in the world. Uh, it's not easy to get up on a daily basis. It's not easy to find money. It's not easy to find clients. But just think about, you know, professional athletes. They train, they train, they train, they train, they train, they train, they train train for what? A one-minute, two-minute, five-minute competition that decides everything, right? So same goes with business. Train, 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 train yourself. Get the knowledge that you need. Practice what you want to do. For example, you want to host webinars. You need to know the ins and outs of using a webinar tool. So train, 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 train every day. Find everything that you can find about the topic, learn, study, read, talk to experts, talk to people that have been doing it for years, get their advice, you know, and then just keep at it because the moment you stop, you go back to the rat race. You become an employee again. Uh, well, technically, you're an employee if you're a business owner because you're employed by your clients. So, but that's a different kind of being an employee, right? So uh, just keep on it because you're going to have problems. I've had to close two companies. This is my third. Um, we've had major problems there. Thankfully, we got a lot of learnings from what happened, uh, which I am able to apply in the third company right now to avoid the same problem. Okay. So just, you know, stick it out and find... Study everything that you can study.
0: Okay. So we have a section here that we wanted to, to let our guests promote their business or whatever you have, like a show or products that you have. Can you um, offer it to our listeners?
1: Okay. Um, so our company name is V. It's in letter V. V Digital Marketing Inc. Um, we have a Facebook page. Just look for V Digital Marketing Inc. As an in incorporated. Uh, that's the official Facebook page for the company. Don't expect that we do a lot of updates there, because we actually don't. Because most of our clients are just you know uh, referrals. It's just there so that we people can find us. We also do have our own website. It's VDigital.tech. Tech. Um, for our personal brand. Uh, yeah. It's WAPINAS, W-A-H PINAS. Pinas. Uh, You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram as WAPINAS. And we also have a Facebook page. It's called called Work at Home PINAS. So we usually give out tips on how to start working at home. Tech that you can use uh, for working at home. But about 90% of that is targeted to Philippine uh, viewers. But there's a lot of things that you know can be also translated to Canadian news for people in Canada and the us so basically those are our channels. you can reach us anytime we try to be responsive to all the messages that we get even on, on, on YouTube, most of the comments we reply to unless that's a comment that's not supposed to be responded to. So yeah that, that's that's how you can get in touch with us.
0: Okay, guys for all the li- uh, the links that That Ron has given us, I'm going to put it in our show notes and you can refer to that uh, link. And also we would like to thank Ron for being here and giving us an awesome information about online business, which is digital marketing. So if you want to ask more about that, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash online presence building and let's talk about it there. And Ron, thank you very much for being here.
1: Thanks for your invite, Ben. Hope we can do this
0: again. Yes, um, sure, we, we can do that and we can probably have a different topic that we can dis- discuss here um, other than digital marketing. Um, we can uh, probably teach them blogging, particularly in blogging, like also blogging, blog- uh, podcasting and the techniques on how to do it and what to, to do, uh, what are the steps procedures on doing it so we can do that, um, in the next episodes to come. Okay. All right, Ron, uh, take care and, uh, have a safe day. See you.
1: Okay. Thanks. Yep.
0: Bye. Bye.